Good evening and welcome to Unveil with your host, Abu Amir. Um, I really, truly would like to start off by saying I appreciate uh, the support that I've been getting um, from you guys, the listeners, uh, those of you who know me and those of you who just uh, listen to the podcast just because. Uh, I really, truly do appreciate your support. Um, this evening, I'd like to tackle uh, the situation with the video that I posted. Uh, the individual, uh, the brother was at a Walmart in um, Wyoming. I'm guessing those were Pennsylvania or uh, maybe possibly Jersey uh, plates on the back of the police cruisers. But nonetheless, the city was Wyoming, W-Y-O-M-I-S-S-I-N-G. I'm pretty sure a lot of you have seen the video. It went viral. I saw it on both uh, IG as well as Facebook. But... um, the video starts off with the officers trying to arrest the brother. And you hear the brother saying, what have I done? What have I done? Uh, everyone saw me. He, uh, I, According to what we see in the video, he had went into Walmart to buy his son a bike that he had promised him. And he said that he paid with cash and a credit card. Now, I know some people who call themselves being uh, critical will uh, look at that and say, uh, cash and credit card, crash and credit card. Well, that don't make no sense. Which one was it? Uh, well, at Walmart, you can do both. You can pay with uh, cash, however much cash you have. And if the cash is, uh, if you run out of cash, you can pay the remainder of the balance with the card or vice versa. So, I didn't find that strange. And then the brother said he had a receipt. Now, here's the thing. There was not one Walmart employee disagreeing with what he said. I didn't see one Walmart employee in the store um uh, telling the officers or reporting anything to the officers as far as anything that this man had done. What I do see is the brother being unlawfully detained. And he had every right, every right to resist an unlawful detainment. He has the right to do it. It's his constitutional right to fight against an unlawful detainment. That's kidnapping. False imprisonment. You understand what I'm saying? And he said that later on in the video because that's exactly what it was. They forced him to do something against his will. I don't care if they're peace officers, officers of the peace, police, what popo, pig, fuzz, whatever name you want to call them by. I don't care. Boys in blue, bad boys, whatever you want to call them, I don't care. Regardless of the uniform that they were wearing, they broke the law. They kidnapped him. They forced him. They detained him forcibly against his will. That's kidnapping. 
I don't care how you put it. Let one of you that done that to uh, uh, to one of them, and that's exactly what you would have been charged with. In fact, in here in Tennessee, uh, there is no distance as far as uh, kidnapping is concerned. Uh, you don't have to take an individual a certain distance before it's considered kidnapping. If you make a person sit somewhere that they don't want to sit, that's and they've already been sitting there and you tell them they can't get up and leave that's kidnapping so nonetheless they kidnapped the brother you see what i'm saying our unlawful detainment and and yet and still the brother was asking what am i being arrested for what am I being arrested for? Now, officers have to provide you with that information, what you're being detained for, what you're being arrested for. You see what I'm saying? He had nothing. That officer had nothing. Nothing at all. And that's why he couldn't answer the question. And then the officer who created the situation, he had stripes on his arms compared to the other officers. Therefore, that meant he had some rank. He was a sergeant or something of that nature. He outranked those other two officers. And that's why they rolled with the flow. Now, I don't know if he was doing security up in Walmart or whatever the case may be. Off duty security, whatever it was. Nonetheless, uh, one of the bystanders, and this is why I, I named uh, this episode... Uh, police the police because one of the bystanders did something that we all need to be doing when we see these situations going down we can't trust the police cams we can't trust the return on the police cams these days they come back with black marks on them audio all etched up and sketched up uh, 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 pieces missing here and there how do we trust that how in the world can we trust that? How can you tell a person whose life has been taken, the family of a person whose life has been taken, this is all the evidence uh, that we have pertaining to their murder? Because we're going to stop calling them accidents. We're going to stop calling them incidents. We're going to stop calling it manslaughter. That's not what it is. It's yeah, man's been slaughtered, but it's homicide. It's murder. Especially, it needs to be murder because these individuals are in a position of authority. With weapons. With training. The police need to be policed better. Now, one of the things that was in this new policing bill is... Uh, outside... Individuals who are outside of the police force on the accountability boards. You know what I think? I think that the individuals who placed on these accountability boards need to be individuals from the community who have been voted in. Have no ties to police, um, uh, police work whatsoever. I mean, even if an individual has held a job as a security guard. You don't need to be considered. Because we want to do away with any type of doubt when it comes down to holding uh, these individuals accountable.
We want to do away with any type of uh, possibility of wrongdoing, of um, underhanded activity, payoffs, or whatever the case may be. Friendships, favor for favor, however it's done, however, whatever your theories on the matter is, so forth and so on. But police and the police, as citizens, these are individuals whose payrolls that we pay with our taxes, their paychecks we pay with our taxes. They work for us. Let's start holding them accountable ourselves. Let's get these cameras out every time there's an incident involving the police and an arrest. Let's, and, and, and let's let them know when you're pulling your camera out. Hey, listen, I'm doing this for their protection as well as your protection. That way can't, so no, can't nobody say that you did anything inappropriate. And that way you can't deal with this individual inappropriately. That's police and the police, and I'm thinking that's 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 one of the ways that we're going to uh, be able to start some true reform is by uh, taking things into our own hands. This is how you take matters into your own hands: uh, the going out into the streets and tearing up property that's insured ain't getting nobody nowhere, not us. Is only making police crack down even harder in our areas. And then uh, the individuals are getting their money back. If not more. Because who knows. Insurance fraud is not something that is uh, new to them. Those are the type of crimes that those individuals commit. I'm just going to be honest. They call them, they call them, uh, they call them white collar crimes. You know what I'm saying? You know, nobody got hurt. It was just a little money got played, played with, messed around. You know, those types of things. So, you know, I, I honestly believe that uh, police and the police is uh, one of the things that needs to take place. You know, this brother, and like one of the bystanders said, man, his only, uh, the only reason he was being arrested was because he was being, he was black. He was black. No other reason. Then he was black. He was a black man who said something to an officer who probably was having a bad day from some crap that was going on at home or a case that he had been involved in and, you know, he's probably about to be found out about. And and, and he, he took it out. Let's be just straight up be honest. He took it out on the first nigga that gave him an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? The first nigga that gave him an opportunity was black or Mexican or or be straight up straight up and be straightforward with you if it had been a uh, some po uh, what, what people call po white trash you know uh, white folks who ain't, ain't got it like other white folks who don't uh, get all the white privilege that uh, all white people are extended you know. We know what type of white people we're talking about. You know, people call them trailer trash, whatever. Whatever. Nonetheless, the poor. You see what I'm saying? That it had been either of those groups, and he would have took it out on them. It just so happened it was a black man. So you know, it's it's it's, it's in in indicative of what's going on you know what I'm saying it shows, it goes to show exactly how how things are you know what I'm saying, the mindset 
and they didn't even give a damn that they were being filmed. That was the trip part about it. They could give two flying fucks if they were being recorded or not. He was going to carry through with the bullshit, and he was going to make up a charge once they got away. What they wasn't going to do, since they he knew he was dead fucking wrong, what they wasn't going to do was beat the man up, which is what they wanted to do. They really wanted to beat his ass. But they restrained themselves because they knew the film was on them. Some sad shit. You saw it. You saw it. You know what I'm saying? Just like the one officer on on the uh, little brother's video and told the man, "Hey, you know this ain't going. This gonna be bad for you. I don't care about being filmed. This gonna be bad for you. Don't make me. I'm telling you, don't make me. I mean, he was straight forceful. <laughs> All in the brother's face, like, like, damn." You know what I'm saying? You don't even give a damn. You so gung ho, you don't give a damn. You gonna threaten me and threaten me and threaten me to get out of my property. I mean, you know, this is the mindset. And I'm not saying all cops, but you know, we had these situations, man. This is probably what we need to be doing. All citizens, you know what I'm saying, who stand on some righteousness. You know what I'm saying? I'm just calling out on calling black folks to this call. I mean, all citizens, because those those people who were filming that that film, they weren't black at all. Uh, I believe they were. Uh, one of the women was Mexican for sure. I think another one was white, and look, and the brother who video whose phone it was he was mexican as well you know what i'm saying uh, so you know I, I just think we as citizens you know what i'm saying we need to start doing this making them more mindful that we all watching them that we policing the police because y'all are out of control you see what i'm saying but see, we've been focusing on the black lives that's been taken. And I know people, you know, a lot of people, a lot of uh, black folks feel like it's not the same way on the flip side. But you know what? Police killing some white folks, too. And they're killing plenty of Mexicans and Orientals. You see what I'm saying? In these urban areas. They doing it. We just don't hear about it. Ain't nobody filming it. But it's happening. saying take these videos and uh, make Facebook and Instagram spectacles out of them and uh, go viral you know like really use these videos for some justice some true justice so you know uh, if nothing is happening on the police's end as far as holding the officers who may act inappropriately or break the law uh, accountable, then taking these videos and turning them into the attorney generals. And if they're not doing the proper thing and bringing the charges, then uh, lobby uh, Congress and so forth and so on and take the steps that need to be taken and then expose the videos to social media so that we can get uh, an outcry, you know what I'm saying, and the support and, and show exactly what went on 
and how they're trying to cover it up on all levels. This is how we tackle this uh, corrupt and um, unjust system that is uh, protected of the uh, police no matter what they do and we need to uh, push and push and push and force the Supreme Court to change their decision about uh, liability, the police's liability and and making it hard to prosecute uh, um, and hold them accountable um, in the courts you know it, it goes all the way up you know, uh, people are mad at Donald Trump, but it's not just Trump. It, it, you know, it's these individuals sitting in the House and in the Senate, and in these state senates, and and, and uh, in these city councils. Um, you know, we're putting these uh, money-hungry capitalists. Who said that they Democrats and Republicans? But the truth of the matter is, when it's all said and done, you know, once once Washington or whatever city hall gets their hands on them, they all become capitalists, and uh, they they uh, money becomes the fuel objective. So wherever the money trail leads, that's the uh, agenda that they push. That's the political agenda that they push. You know, but uh, as citizens, we need to start holding them accountable. We need to start holding them accountable from the ground level up, pushing, and not just making spectacles of these things. And, and it be becoming a wave and a fad and and, and fading away. Um, once a, a new wave pushes in, or a new social media hot topic pushes in. You know, um, we need to stay at it and not become distracted. Uh, so easily distracted. We went from uh, George Floyd's murder to Will and Jada so fast to the blink of an eye. Uh, back to uh, this virus again, you know. And who knows what the next wave may be. Oh, yeah, and then Nick Cannon. You know, and, and who knows what the next wave may be. So, you know, but George Floyd's murderers aren't convicted yet and sentenced. Breonna Taylor's murderers aren't convicted and sentenced. Hell, they aren't even arrested. You know, we have a black attorney general sitting in, in, in Kentucky and, and this man has absolutely no interest in prosecuting these police officers for this heinous murder and more and more that comes out about it is it's um, it's just it just becomes even more disgusting you know um, they left her there for five or six minutes to just die without even attempting to uh give her any type of medical attention or life-saving uh, attention which they're trained to do which they're called to do but they didn't care they know they had committed a murder and they left her there to die and, and bleed out you know 
to suffocate. It's just, you know, uh, it's time. It's time to make America accountable for its atrocities. It's time to make this system accountable and reform itself. It's time to not be easily distracted by the next new wave. It's time to stand up. To stand up as human beings. Thank you for listening in this evening. And as always, I'd love to hear your input. Join the discussion. And I'll add you to the episode. This is Unveil with Apple